Yes, 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 people. It's day four of the Fantasia International Film Festival. And we've got a couple of films to talk to you about today. So, uh, yeah, sit back, enjoy, people. And remember, all the, um, the links and whatnot are in the uh, episode details. So go... Go to the Fantasia website, check out, make sure you try and see a lot of this stuff that's showing, because there's so much, it's great, alright, alright, let's get into it. Okay, so, just seen Tiny Tim King for a Day, this is a, a, a documentary Okay, so it's directed by Johan von uh, Sidhu, uh, produced by David Herdes, uh, Michael Krakowski, and Justin Martel. Uh, yeah, it's basically kind of, you know, it's just looking at the life of Tiny Tim, and it's fascinating, because... I knew nothing about this, absolutely nothing, but he performed all over the world, he was huge, right, so the gist is this, okay, so the story about the outcast, Herbert Corey, rise to stardom as Tiny Tim, is the ultimate fairy tale, and so is his downfall, Either considered a freak or a genius, Tiny Tim left no one unaffected. His wedding on the Carson show was watched by over 45 million Americans, and his queer personality had been celebrated by the likes of Bob Dylan, Marilyn Manson, and Lady Gaga. There were plans and hopes that Tiny Tim would be a lasting star, not only a novelty act, but one man ruined these plans, Tiny Tim. The exclusive access to Tiny Tim's diaries and interviews with his family and friends make this film not only a unique portrait of one of the oddest stars the world has ever seen, but also a psychological thriller examining the borderline between freak and genius. So yeah, this, it was such an odd, such an odd thing to see, right, just to witness this through old footage and hear his thoughts in the diary, and then when you have his friends and wives and all of this talking as well, like, you're you're looking at it and you're thinking, is this real? Very like... Is this real? Because it is so bizarre. Right? The um 
just the relationships he had, just none of them seemed normal. You know, no, none of them seemed like balanced and centered. Like the 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 whole thing with his parents was just, yeah, just not great. You know what I mean? Like not great at all. It is such a shame. You know, and when his friends are talking, like the way people refer to him, you you kind of scratch your head, right? You're looking at it and you're thinking, wait, are you actually his friends? I'm a little bit baffled. You know, because yeah, everyone's just talking about things in this certain just in this certain way that it it doesn't seem like they're talking about a person that they really liked. It's just like this novelty, you know. Like uh, you have his last wife, you know. She's talking, um, Susan, and like she's like, oh yeah, I I kind of saw him as I would say he was half gay. And he's just like, wait, what? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, this doesn't make any sense. You know, this is all very weird. You like, you're saying, you know, the people are saying these things, but the, the things they're saying, it's all just, it's it all comes off as a little bit mean. You know, a little bit weird, right? Um. I think they they talked to um, a guy that he used to hang around with And he writes in his diary And it comes across that, yeah, Tim had this crush on him You know, that he was possibly in love with him And they had the guy, you know, read these parts of the diary Right, and it was just like, oh, did you ever, did you ever know? He's like, no, no, I didn't, didn't know. Yeah, I don't know what to, I don't know what to make of this. Right, but you kind of feel, wait, how didn't you know? You know, especially when, like, the the things that are mentioned are, are there. He's written them in a the diary, like... Oh, you know, he came, um, the guy was, it was Bobby Gonzalez, I think, yeah, and it's like, well, yeah, he, um, you know, Bobby came, ah, you know, he just worked out, I watched him work out and everything like that, he was tired, so he lied in my bed, and I massaged his back and rubbed him down, and you're just like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, just like, all things that are kind of, you know, like, you don't normally do with a friend, right, and it's fine, there's nothing wrong with this, right, but but people are just kind of, yeah, everyone's just hiding, that's what it seems, everyone's just hiding, you know, no one's really truly honest, right, no one's really just overly honest with what they're saying, it is very 
yeah, you, you're watching and you just feel kind of sad. Just seems sad. You know, like the wives. Right, the second wife definitely is uh, crazy. They were married a month. Right, they were married a month, supposedly in a hotel room. You know, it, it's just like, hmm... Like, why did you really marry? Like, this, the first wife, you know, Vicky, that just seems... Because she was ended up performing with him. And when you hear her sing, like, she couldn't, she couldn't sing. It was just a weird, like, why are you doing this? Like, these people just seem to be there... To capitalise on the fame And Yeah it's You know He was hanging around with people like Dylan And Donovan And you know All of these types And I think you know I think that era You know within the 60s Was kind of crazy Was kind of weird And you definitely When you You know Look at those times And the music around There was definitely A lot of acts That Were big Just for a couple of songs Right And that was it And You kind of figured That really That was Tiny Tim but he, you could see from the stuff he was writing about That he really wanted to be famous He really wanted this It was like validation for him You know, it's just like, everyone thinks I'm weird But if I'm famous, right Then people can't say anything to me You know, if I'm this, people, you know, will... Like me, people will treat me in this certain way And this is, everything seems a cry for help Every single thing is it, just, it is fascinating Because like the way this is all shot, right So you've got this old footage You know, you've got, um you know, interviews with the people, you know, he's like old managers and, you know, friends and people that he worked with back in the day and all of this, uh, like his cousin, so there's all this interview footage with them, and then they've got the, the like, these animation, the, the animation fits perfectly, because it's a, the, it's a little bit odd, you know what I mean? It, it, it's not like Pixar. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, it's not classic Disney. Yeah, like it's crooked lines and just quirky movements. But that's Tim, right? That's kind of the character of Tiny Tim. That's the persona that you kind of see. So the you know the animation. That really does kind of pop It brings it all to life You know, these little Vignettes That play out Some of the scenes that are being read to us By um, Weird Al Yankovic Which, yeah, that seems fitting Right, so we, we have all of this And Yeah, it, it's 
it is a troubling thing because then we hear tales of him hanging out with these young girls and all of this. Like the last wife, you know, this Susan. It's like, you know, she's, oh yeah, you know, I had pictures all, all on my walls of him when I was 12 and then, you know, I was, I was 26 and I, I, I saw that he was in my, um, you know, close to where I lived, and so I went to see him, and even her, like, so she's talking, and she's like, oh, yeah, the first, one of the first things he asked me was, like, what, am I beautiful, and I just thought, oh, that's so wrong, and it's so inappropriate, but, you know, I went anyway, so you kind of wondered, like, was that really said, you know, like, even from the people that supposedly Love and liked him Some of the things they say You wonder Right You wonder Like how valid is this How true is this Because it's often painted in this way Like oh he said this thing Like this Or he did this thing And it was weird But I kind of accepted it You know I loved him for who he was And oh I saw You know like Hmm Because you know it paints them as being this great person, you know, so it's just, yeah, you do wonder, because they all benefited from, you know, him being at the top at this time, or being in this certain, you know, situation, but it, it all does come across as this, like, cry for help, but, yeah, there wasn't really help, you know? Like, they talk about him as being Andronimus. You know, like, oh, yeah, you, you look at him and you weren't quite sure if he's male or female or, or, you know, what race he was and ethnicity and all of... And, I don't know, you originally just thinking, really? Like, I, I don't... I don't know, I don't see that, right, it just comes across as a guy that, yeah, wants to fit in, like, wants to find his place, and that's what we see, you know, but all of these people were kind of there, there with him while he's on top, and then it just kind of free falls. So we see all of this. The documentary shows us all of this. And yeah, it is fascinating. I think if you know about him, right, this this would be interesting because I'm I'd imagine you know it uncovers things and reveals things that not everyone knew, right? But then, you know, like myself, I did, I knew nothing about him. So it was just f- crazy, just fascinating to, uh, you know, just see this window into this period of time, right? Like all of these weird things that were going on. You know, that he got married on Johnny Carson. All of these people watched it. It's insane. Yo, he was so high up. Like the mob managing him. And then like it 
has him performing in circuses. Like people throwing things at him. And you're watching it, as I said, you're watching it and you're thinking, is this true? But then you've got his his diary. And it's just laying all this stuff out, this rawness. And you just see, like, he doesn't really know. It's like the marriages seem like it's a construction. You know, because even, like, when he marries his first wife, it's just like, oh, I need to remember to do this and this and this. You know, and that way everything should be fine. And you kind of think, does he even want to get married? Or is it like he sees marriage as a symbol of normalcy? So it's like, yes, I I should get married. And then if I get married, people will accept me. It is a fascinating thing. I know I keep on saying fascinating, right? But I, I, it's hard. It's just so hard to put into words to put a label on it to kind of describe this thing that you're seeing. You know, the the, the title of this documentary is just yeah, it's perfect, right? Tiny Tim King for a day, but that's it. He he's. At the top of the world for this moment in time Right, all of this just It does capture this moment in time Right, where he had it all But then it goes Right, then it goes And he's trying to cling on Trying, doing everything he can to You know, keep a hold of that Spark But in the end it seems to have burnt his fingers Yeah I I definitely would say give it a look If you like you know just all the music documentaries You know we've got the Amy Winehouse The Um I don't know <laughs> My mind has gone blank But you know there's thousands of them The Bross one Right, the Whitney Houston one. There's so many, and they all do give you this crazy insight. So if you like all of those, yeah, this is definitely a must. I would say, right. So um, check it out. You know, Tiny Tim King for a day. You know, um, I don't know because it's playing. You know, it's screened at Fantasia. Right, today Um, So yeah, hopefully it will get distribution You know, it's one of those things, right But if you get the opportunity Yeah, give it Give it a watch Give it a watch But um, yeah, be warned It is It's odd, it's an odd experience Hmm, yeah There you go, people Okay, so just been able to see Class Action Park. Now, I'd heard a lot about this, so I was very intrigued, you know. Uh, It is directed by Seth Porgs and Chris Charles Scott III. 
Uh, and the gist of it is this, right? So it's the first ever feature-length documentary to explore the legend, legacy and truth behind a place that long ago entered the realm of myth. To some, New Jersey's infamous action park was the most spectacularly fun amusement park on earth. A place where unruly 1980s teenagers were given free reign to go gonzo on strange contraptions that seemed to violate the laws of common sense and perhaps physics. To others, it was an ill-conceived death trap. One thing is sure, it's the type of place that will never exist again. Shirking the trappings of nostalgia, the film uses investigative journalism, newly unearthed and never-before-seen documents and recordings, original animations and interviews with the people who lived it to reveal the true story for the first time. Ah, so it's hilarious, right? And so you have different people talking about, you know, basically what happened, their experience there. They use um, archival clips. So you have like Jimmy Kimmel talking about he goes there, and it looks like it's it's clips from. You know, the talk show itself. You've got Johnny Knoxville doing these little... It looks like it's something for MTV. So there's all of this. And we've also got Chris Gefford sitting there talking. And I remember at first... So you've got a guy, and it just says Chris Gefford. Um, is it a visitor to the park? And I'm thinking, I know that guy from something. I know. Then I realise, yeah, he, he's been in a lot of films and TV shows. So, I it, it's weird because I don't even know why they don't even just say that. Because the way they've done it, you kind of think, wait, is, is he playing a part? You know what I mean? If they just said, yeah, Chris Gefford, you know, comedian, actor, blah, blah, blah. Then you'd be, okay, right, cool. But they don't. So, yeah, you think, I think he's playing a part. I think that's that could be made up, right? Like, yeah, it just seems weird. It seems weird. And so you have all these people, including him... Talking about their experience there And I have to say Like at first Right Some of the things they say Themselves You just think Hmm Doesn't really sound That bad Like you think to yourself Wait I've done yeah, I've, I've been to crazier places Right I've had some weirder experiences than that I'm not sure. I'm not sure. 
And also, I, you kind of, because they've got ex-workers, supposedly. And you just think to yourself, wait, if they're admitting to that, surely, surely they're, they're liable, aren't they? Because, you know, they're talking about stuff that was just messed up and all of this. And so it's a little bit weird. Now, some of the stuff that is really just crazy is the the talk of, um, you know, the guy that built the park and the fact that, <laughs> you know, he, he was basically kicked out of doing certain things. They used to be, uh, you know, in the stock exchange, kicked out of that. So then he's doing this, but they illegally... You know, raising funds and just <laughs> the way that they, um, you know, didn't pay rent. So New Jersey sold them the land and all, like, all of that. See, that in itself seems like a bit of a bigger story. You know, because that's the stuff that really seems illegal, right? That's the stuff that really seems insane but you don't really get that much on it it's it's mentioned at the beginning and then that's it you know you don't you don't hear anything else about it because it's like how the hell did that happen right like how were they able to get away with that that makes no sense but yeah, it, it you you don't get anything else, you know, which does seem a bit like, huh, interesting. It's, you know, like they've said, they use investigative journalism to really, <laughs> really get to the bottom of it all, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I just don't know because some of it some of it does seem a little bit iffy there's you you've got like the ex manager like the ex manager of the place and the the, the old CEO you know like um it was they they talked to like Andrew Mulville, so the son of the guy that built the park, and yeah, he's just saying all this stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So my dad would, you know, just do this, and yeah, no, they like they often did this, and you know, oh they they tried to do this, and I was like, oh we shouldn't do that, and you like I always find it. A little bit suspect when you have people like talking about something, and then that one person who who acts like they were completely just innocent, like, oh man, when they when they said they were gonna do this, I was just like, oh, that's so dangerous. We can't do that. Like why? Oh, oh, we they will be putting people's lives in danger. We shouldn't do that. 
And then you're just like, yeah, but, you know, they did it. But you never had them be like, yo, I, for the life of me, I just couldn't live with that. So I just walked away. I quit. I quit on the spot. Because, like, I just couldn't be a part of that. No, they never say that. Right? Never say that. So you you think to yourself, okay. But you stayed. So why did you stay? If you're you're acting like it was so bad and you were so shocked that all of this took place, why did you stay? <laughs> like why didn't you leave? That's what I think you just think, right? You just wonder to yourself. So yeah, that that always seems a little bit suspect, you know, just a little bit. Like there's you know a, a part of the beginning, and they're just like um, yeah. So they just got all the really bad people to invent the rides, like the the people that Disney and Six Flags, you know, they just wouldn't touch, and like. I swear they were just doing coke all the time when they were, you know, p- coming up with these. And it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Do, do, do you know that's fact? <laughs> like, just to say, yeah, 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 yeah. No, these people did coke while they were thinking of these rides. you just like, how true is that? Like, where did you get that information from? You know, can you clarify that, please? Because that seems a little (laughs) far-fetched. But yeah, you, you get these crazy allegations. These crazy allegations from people. And it's, it's hilarious. Because that's what it is, right? At the you know at the beginning you get all of these you know, like how they came up with these rides. Go you know, like I think it's the son again, he's just like, Oh yeah, so one of these my dad just drew a you know, a picture on a diagram on a on a napkin and was just like, Oh yeah, let's let's make that. Yeah, let's do this. And it's just like, mm, we've only got your word for this. Like, how true is that? Because a lot of these rides, to be honest with you, right, just looking at them, they don't necessarily look that much different to stuff that we see right now. That you go to... Any of these like huge amusement parks, there's this crazy kind of shit all over the place. Like I, I I've been to um ah uh, like Canada's Wonderland. Is it Canada's Wonderland in Toronto? Right, that huge ass um amusement park there, and I remember because they've got a big water park next door to it. And it was shut when I went. Right? But it just seemed just as big. Yeah, I just thought the amusement park itself was crazy. 
But to, to know there's a water park right by it that's just as big. You know, so in the UK, there's like Chessington World Adventures, Fort Park. And you you hear stories from those, right? I remember as a kid, it would be like, oh, yeah, so, like, oh, I know someone and their friend, like, did this on that ride and this happened and blah, 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 blah. And going to those places as an adult, right, you, you see the rides again and you're just like, wait, they changed this. Like, that didn't quite used to be like that. Or that ride used to go faster. Or, or oh, they've made that shorter, right? And they've done this. So, yeah, I think a lot of theme parks, amusement parks, you know, they... They used to do and be a lot different Because health and safety was different back then You know what I mean? Like, people just did certain things Right, they did certain Because they're talking about this one kind of ride Where you just jump off Right, so They're saying that the sea that, You know, the guy that made the park he he wanted to create like these natural spots that he had visited as a kid and maybe not everyone gets a chance to go to so there's this like jumping down a waterfall kind of thing and they're like yeah some people just couldn't swim and they go to this and it's just like that's not really the park's fault <laughs> You know, because it's just like, you know you can't swim when you go there Right, you know you can't swim when you go there The fact that you decided to jump, that's on you Now, like, the the, the fact that the, you know, the, the, the lifeguards and the security there are rubbish Yeah, that's on them <laughs> That's on them But a lot of these places, they employ kids, right? And they employ kids because it's cheaper. <laughs> like, you go to cinemas and you've got kids working and they don't give a fuck. You know, they're not paying attention, they're not sorting things out because it's just because the kids are cheaper. They're not complain about, like, working weird hours and all of this kind of shit. That's why. That That's the main reason, you know. That's how these things happen. So, But it is interesting to hear them, like, talk about all of this. But it's, I think, one of the craziest things, though, is you have these ex-staff, Talking about, you know, how bad it was and all of this at the beginning. <laughs> so you have them talking about how bad it was. You know, you've got this Chris Gethard. He's talking about like, oh yeah. So you know, I I remember looking at that ride and just going, no, I'm not doing that. And ah. Oh, it just seems so crazy, and, like, how would you do that, and put someone on that, it's so dangerous, and you just, like, 
is this true? <laughs> because as I said, look, you know he's an actor, right? You know he's a comedian. And the way, pe- like, a, you know, him and a lot of the other people were talking, it does come across a bit like you're saying things so you're covering your back. Right? You're saying things in a certain way. So if someone does go, actually, I went there and yeah, I hurt my back and I damaged myself, I'm gonna sue. Now they've said these things in a certain way that covers themselves. You know, they said, oh yeah, we we just thought that was bad. And I couldn't go on that ride because it was just too scary. It was too big. And, you know, like, there's just so much of that. Like, ex-employees. The ex-employees are the funniest because, yeah, they're saying a lot of... um, There's this one woman and she's just like, um, yeah, when I, I walked up to him and I said... You've ruined my life. Yo, you've ruined my life. And you shouldn't have done that. And I told him, and he's just like, hmm. You, we've just got your word for this. Like, there is no proof whatsoever that any of this happened. But you're telling us. <laughs> Like, you're telling us that this, this went down. <laughs> so that, that's, I mean, that's the nutty thing. It, it's essentially a, a lot of people complaining about their boss. <laughs> that, that, that's what we've got here. A lot of people complaining about their boss. I mean, the one person that is a little bit nutty, right, is a little bit crazy, is the ex, you know, the ex-manager. That's one of the, the funniest things. Because he does actually kind of say things that kind of, Put him in a in a place of trouble. You think, wait, you've just admitted to. <laughs> he seems to be the only one that is kind of doing that, and you're just like, do you do you realize what you just said? <laughs> but he doesn't seem to care. He doesn't seem to care. It 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 is amusing. It really is amusing. <laughs> uh, oh man! But yeah, it's a funny, it's a funny documentary, right? It really is. Because yeah, you just got these people just talking about the these crazy experiences that, when you think about it, you just like. Ah, was it really that crazy? I don't know. I don't know, people. But, hey, if you think it is, all right, 
we'll go with that. I mean, one of the craziest things, right, that isn't mentioned in um, in the documentary is that the park closed in 96, right? So it closed in 96 through all the issues and the problems it was having. But <laughs> it was then renovated and it reopened. In 98 as Mountain Creek Water Park. And I believe it's still open as that. So you do wonder. Like how much was actually. You know. How much has actually changed. Like you've still got something going on. In that same place. (laughs) I mean that's the. um, You know. That's the real kind of crazy situation. But uh, I don't know. Because, yeah, it's not mentioned. It's not mentioned at all. But uh, I, I do. I think, look, it's interesting, right? This is really interesting. You know, even if you wonder how true. Like, how... You know, viable are some of the things that these people are saying Because, as I said, look (laughs) Some of it does seem like a lot of disgruntled people And then when you get to the end it, It seems that people have got a bit of a change of heart you know, because the at the beginning it's just like, oh, this place was terrible, this place was terrible. And then it's like, ah, oh, but you know what? Kids these days, they're just a bit safe, right? They're all a bit safe. They, there's nothing that kind of challenges them. You know, but yeah, we, we grew up at this. We went here. So we're tougher. And you're just like, wait, huh? You just said this was terrible And now you're saying that Hey, you're glad you've been And and, and this is great (laughs) It built you up (laughs) It's just like What are you talking about, people? But yeah, so it's interesting It's hilarious Just seeing these people Talk about all of this You know, and and their uh, Self-righteousness <laughs> Like it's a HBO documentary Right so I, I think It's going to be airing on HBO Max So uh, yeah people Go check it out Because I think you do Kind of um, See a different Side of things Right you see something From the past This Yo, crazy, like, spot that was there But then you also think to yourself Wait, how many places kind of run like that now? Like, you look at these big cinemas And a lot of them do run in a bit of a similar way (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah When you've worked at those places You realise, wait, they're, they're not much different, man you know, they do seem to skirt the rules and do things in this shoddy fashion. So, um, hmm. <laughs> but yeah, there it is. Class Action Park, people. Um, 
Yeah, give it a look. Give it a look. All right, cool. Okay, people. So,、uh, yeah, that's it for another episode of the podcast. We've got at least one film to talk about tomorrow. Getting access is a little bit crazy, but we're working on it. All right. So yeah, we've got at least one thing for tomorrow. Trying to line up a couple of others. So let's see what happens. But until then, people, enjoy the film watching. All right. Peace. Peace.